Hello and welcome to Speedrun, a fast-talking video game podcast where we talk about basically anything weird and or retro that we find to be interesting. My name is Jamie. I'm Jazzy. And once again, joining us is... Hi. Hello. Hi. Wow, very rude, Jamie. I know. I'm I just going to go for it. You're just going <laughs> to go for it. But yes, Elliot is once again joining us. Both our first and our second guest. Uh, Elliot, my fiance, fellow content creator, writer, journalist, and cross-stitch extraordinaire. Yeah. He does it all. Yes. He, he does it all. They even they even did an article that convinced me to give Tingle from the Zelda series another thing. Which is truly the Lord's work. Absolutely. Like, uh, cer- certainly it gets a church out of ten. Uh, one church <laughs> out of ten. Jamie, what are we talking about on today's speedrun podcast? So as I say incessantly in episodes, uh, we get emails from time to time. Uh, and this one is once again from FireDread on Twitch. You hit us with back-to-back uh, ideas that we thought would make wonderful episodes. Hello, Jamie and Jazzy, and in this case, also Elliot. I had an idea for y'all to talk about what I would call trend games. But I mean, games almost everyone played, but the hype didn't last long. Thank you, Jamie, for being awesome. Me specifically. They called me out. Fire Dread from Twitch. So should I go ahead and start the timer? Uh, yeah. yeah, go for it. Instead of the usual 10 minutes, we're going to try 15. <clears throat> if we think it needs to be a little longer, or if you think it should be a little longer, maybe bump to 20, uh, then we'll adjust accordingly for future episodes. But let's start this at 15. Let's so start going it. around, I guess, round robin style, what do y'all think defines a trend game? Uh, Ellie, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, and I was going to say, like, I think a trend game is basically something that is so big the servers are overrun for like the first three weeks and then nobody talks about it again yeah yeah i will add it doesn't necessarily have to be the first three uh three weeks like i as much as i love among us i think among us is a trend game it totally is like it used to be so full when i used to do server events uh in my own community for among us it used to be so full and the biggest problem we had is the servers were always either down or like too busy or like swelling under the load. And now not only are we not able to get enough people to fire the events, but also when we do, we almost never have server issues, which is good, but is also indicative that the player base has largely dropped off. Yeah. But the Among Us example was interesting as well because that game was out for almost a year and hardly anyone bought it. And I think some popular YouTubers played it mm-hmm. and it just exploded, which again, that's a, that's the, the power of YouTubing. If you want to support some great YouTubers, Jazzy and I do stuff and, and Elliot in some videos do stuff together over at YouTube.com slash stuff we play. Hashtag shameless plug. <laughs> Hashtag worthy plug. Yeah, like, no more guilt. Like, no more guilt or shame about, like, loving and showing off. It's true. This is the energy I want going into 2021, which still sounds like such a futuristic year to me, off topic, but... It it really does. 
future so outside of like specific titles like among us and fall guys being another big example of something that was absolutely massive and then just like within a couple of weeks um i've got to say i think um when i hear trend games what i think of is um and what i immediately think of is genres and if we think about what the big craze in, and i think about that because you know i'm a game developer and i look at my peers uh my indie peers also developing games and what i see is everyone is developing battle royale games after the explosion yes. of mm-hmm. Fortnite, and then before Fortnite was PUBG, and Fortnite is huge because they saw the popularity of PUBG, and they said, "We can put this system in our game, and it'd be great." Not many people know that the classic Fortnite mode is like a tower defense type situation, like a base building game, because all yeah. they know is the battle royale. Before Battle Royales was the hero shooter with uh, Overwatch and TF2. And then before that was MOBAs, like League of Legends and Dota and Dota 2, which, low-key, I love Dota 2. I'm very bad at it. it. It makes my blood pressure rise, but it's still fun. Right. And so we can just keep going back. And then, like, before that was, like, the military Golden Age. shooters. Well, not only military shooters, which are still huge and are proving to not unfortunately not be a trend i wish they would go away but i uh, was mmorpgs in the mid-2000s where everybody oh my god Rune, runescape i may or may not be afk training my woodcutting skill as we record the episode if you can see on discord that my my playing is the rune light client i uh <laughs> runescape is very much still here and has been since 2003 i think i've talked about it on the show before hey. Oh my god, I was so big into RuneScape in like middle school and then like nobody played it anymore, so I stopped playing it. Mm-hmm. I never I could never get into RuneScape, but I, I remember where it seemed like everyone and their mother had some sort of online MMO type game, whether it be Webkins, Club Penguin, Guy Online, uh I even one. Exactly. Wow at its original peak. Exactly. And no, that in and of itself, not many people talk about or play MMOs anymore, proving that MMOs were a trend. And then before MMOs, you know, that's sort of where my early life memory starts to taper off a little bit. Uh, I, I guess before that would be like arena shooters like Quake and Doom were really, really, really huge before the advent of yeah. the yeah. modern MMORPG. But we see through modern history that there is just these multi-year trends so they last longer than individual games but and and usually these genres are defined by one like definitive title like battle royale is defined by fortnite the hero shooter is defined by overwatch or tf2 depending on what generation you're in the mmo is defined by world of warcraft like the and Do- uh, dota defines uh the moba but through all of these, they all have their own cult followings. And even uh, block voxel-based games, uh, after Minecraft came out, absolutely massive. Like, the Unity forums were just filled with people saying, how can I program voxels into my game? And it was just, it was kind of deplorable, not going to lie, because it's just like, can you please come up with an original idea? I beg you. 
but also mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's very interesting to see the trends kind of rise and fall with time. And I really wonder what's going to be the next trend. I thought it was going to be Among Us in party games, but I guess we will see. And that's my talking stick. I guess what's interesting is because I don't know what's going to be next. Because I'll be honest, I thought Among Us was going to have more staying power. I guess it didn't. But, you know, I enjoyed it quite a bit. But I certainly know what I, at the very least, think is the original trend in gaming. And I don't mean, like, back in the Atari days when, like, everyone their mother was trying to make a game at Crash Industry. I mean, the first defined trend that everyone tried and it died out in the industry but people still look back on it fondly tiger electronics i was gonna say the mascot platformer yes (laughs) which funnily enough it's weird to think about it that sonic the hedgehog was originally the poster child for a games trend yeah yeah along with well along with mario so don't get your britches too high up there sonic tuber (laughs) <laughs> I, I i'm why would you say such a thing to me my, my dreamcast is crying <laughs> my nes is crying but i mean mario mario was a mascot plat super mario brothers is a mascot platformer but people didn't start trying to make their own clones of popular mascot platformers with some exceptions like guiana sisters from mario which are blatant until Sonic came around, you got stuff like Arrow the Acrobat, uh, Bubsy, uh, Gex How even. How dare you take Bubsy in vain? Come on. Yeah, the Sonic say, music don't... stays on during Gexy times. <laughs> the best tweet I've ever done. But you know, I really think you're onto something here because it wasn't until the Super Nintendo and Genesis era in TurboGrafx-16, uh, for the real nerds out there like me, that we saw a lot more um, we saw a lot more companies trying to sell their consoles with a character uh, because Sega obviously saw the sales of the NES and then the Super Nintendo and said we want some of that how do we get some of that oh we make a blue hedgehog boom and then the Genesis sold a bajillion units I'm not going to quote the donkey history of video games on the podcast here because I'm a professional but it's it really wasn't until I was like struggling with this because there were mascot platformers on the NES, but it wasn't a plague until the 16 bit era. Well, I mean, even going back, you know, like trends, this is a question for both. Would we say that trends aren't defined by the first to do something? They're just defined by the first to truly explode. That's not to say that super Mario brothers wasn't explosively popular. It's just that Mario versus Sonic, Mario became inherently more interesting when there is a Mario versus Sonic. Mario became more interested when they put out good game after good game after good game. (laughs) And and Sonic released a good game, uh, and then, oh, I'm not talking about specific titles, like good games intermixed with a bunch of bad games. Yeah. 
I mean, Mar. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, well, Mario's had some stinkers. Like, yeah, but I was like, but Mario Party was good. Sonic Shuffle was not. <laughs> I'm just. I partially said that because I want to rile up the comments and get the user interaction going. Just get get the algorithm to go brrr in our favor. Just people typing like, "Ah, oh, screw Jazzy. She doesn't know what she's talking about," and that sort of stuff. Do what I do and be like, "Yeah, there hasn't been there hasn't been a good Sonic game since they stopped doing classic Sonic." Except that the last classic Sonic game was Sonic Mania, huh? Mm. That was Sonic Mania Plus was what 2018. I mean Sonic, which was technically even after Forces. Um, excuse me, Jamie, but you're wrong. <laughs> excuse you. There hasn't been a good Sonic game since Sonic R. Clearly, there hasn't. There hasn't been a good Sonic game since Sonic Boom, obviously. Sonic Actually, Boom! Sonic Boom! So Actually, good. on the topic of Sonic R, I have an unironic thing I'd like to go off from there. Sure. Kart Racers. Late 90s. That was the late 90s trend. That is what the N64 was defined by. Was Those and Collectathons. And Collectathons. Collectathons and Kart Racers, I think, is like the definitive N64 experience alongside party games. Love, what what do you think? What what are some trend games that have stuck out to you? Uh, Pokemon Go, perhaps, since uh, I still um, play it on occasion, but it hasn't been, and it never reached the same heights it did that first summer where everyone finally came out of their hidey holes to catch Pokemon together. I would say, like, I think... Like, as far as 2020 is concerned, as far as trend games are concerned, the Animal Crossing trend that happened in, like, March, where everybody had Animal Crossing, everybody played Animal Crossing. Uh, you had people like me where I was like, I'm going to be an Animal Crossing streamer. It worked out really well. And I started doing seven hour long Animal Crossing streams. Do not do yeah. that. Don't do that. Like, like Animal Crossing became just like this big thing and it united everybody. And then nobody plays it anymore because everybody like burned themselves out on it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I feel tempted to log into Animal Crossing and see some of the Christmas shenanigans. Just because I and maybe take a couple snowy aesthetic pics, but like, God, I have not done what I'd call like actually like playing Animal Crossing, visiting islands, rejuvenating my island since like July, maybe August. I think you played it in like November shortly. I pre- I played. You're right. I did dive in for about a week in November, but even then, that was just to show off the new update via a uh, stream. A few streams. But, yeah, like, it, it's really hard, too, because, like, New Horizons was made to be, like, a game you play with your friends. And because the trend is dead, the game kind of died, too. I think it needs to be said that trend games aren't necessarily bad. Is Fortnite my cup of tea? No. But do I think it's a very competently made game with a really interesting model? Because it's a free-to-play game where the only paid aspect are skins that don't really, you know, it doesn't really affect it for everyone. I'm like, I think that's brilliant. And I'm glad it's, you know, to see that popular instead of uh, a game I love to dunk on. I dunked on last video, Garbage Like Clash of Clans. Yeah, 
yeah, truly um, garbage. Yeah. If actually mobile is an entire other realm. Like we mentioned Pokemon Go, but geez, like stuff like Temple Run and Subway Surfers and I think there's a oh, minions one man. now that's way oh, popular. Wow. I remember Angry Temple Bird. Run. That, that threw me right back. That was the that Temple, Temple Run. I remember playing Temple Run on a, a first model iPad. Oh wow. <laughs> God. I got it from my grandma because she got it. She's like, it's cool, but I don't get it. You can have it. Whatever you say, grandma. Yoink. I was, thanks, grandma. I think she would have had a better experience. If, uh, the reason it didn't work at her. This is off top. But the reason it didn't work at her house is because uh, she had dial up for her Internet until about 2012, yeah. 2013. It was bad. Oh, no. But yeah, as the timer is about to run out, final thoughts on trend games. I think we're not going to see trend games go anywhere. I think the industry will always evolve with the ever-shifting tastes of yeah. uh, people who consume games. Mm-hmm. And that's for you, like, like, I think it's also kind of hard to call like anything a trend game. Because there are still people out there who, like, religiously play them. No, I agree with that. Like, as I said, even if Among Us isn't huge, I still enjoy getting a group of friends together and, you know, going through a few, you know, playing a few rounds every here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I think on the flip side, trends are cool, and it's interesting to see trends and how they evolve. But just because something is popular doesn't mean it should be emulated. And I yeah. say this, and I think this is, you know, I think it's really cool to see callbacks to trends years later. Like, uh, I remember we like these past few years, we've seen uh, a good few, you know, throwbacks to the mascot platformer trend. We have. But what sets a game apart isn't necessarily completely partaking or completely avoiding a trend. It's building on what works with other games while still doing enough to stand out on its own. And uh, I, I, this is, I'd, I guess I'd like to uh, mention a piece written by my friend Ellie Calloway at The Calloway on Twitch. I don't know if it's been published at this time, but it should be soon on Infinite Frontiers, where... She compares A Hat in Time and Ukulele. Both are homages to the Collectathon platformer. But while Ukulele feels like, to her anyways, that this, these are basically her thoughts summed up to the best I can. I can't speak for her, but this, you know, from what I read of the piece. While Ukulele seemed held back by trying to pay homage to the ga- those Collectathon platformers of the late 90s, A Hat in Time took what worked and built on it and stood out as a result trends aren't bad what's bad with trends is if you make a game that does nothing but just fade into the crowd and you know it right yeah that that was kind of a, a deep note to end on so um haha funny fortnite burr <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Any last thoughts before we sign off? No. 
No. Is there anything you would like to plug, love? No, I'm good. Cool. At Elsie Saul on Twitter. <laughs> but no, uh, if you'd like to submit ideas, because I'm a meme. If you would like to submit suggestions for future podcast episodes, you can either contact me at jamie at stuffweplay.com or jazzy at jazzy at stuffweplay.com. Uh, back us on Patreon, get access to episodes a week before they go live and uh, get like exclusive early videos and channel updates and direct access to, to me and Jazzy uh, at patreon.com slash stuff we play the stuff we play Patreon. subscribe to the stuff we play YouTube channel and join us on Discord. I'm forgetting nothing, right? I think that's it. Good. So with that, thank you very much for listening. Stay classy and we'll see you I guess tear you. That makes more sense. Next time. See ya.